welcome back, everyone. This is part three of episode 42 of the We Hate Sports podcast. And we have five topics today. So let's just jump into our first question. The New England Patriots and Tampa Bay Buccaneers faced off last night in an anticipated battle labeled, quote, the return. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers would hold on to win 19-17 after Patriots kicker Nick Folk mixed a field goal that would have gave the Patriots the lead with a minute left. Brady has now beaten all 32 teams in the NFL as a starting quarterback. What was your biggest takeaway from the game? I'm a third to you, TK. Um, short and simple for me, the biggest thing, well, there was a couple of things you could have took away from this game. But the biggest thing for me was um, Brady really depends on Gronk in the red zone. Um, I think we got the biggest um, realization of that yesterday when um, it, Brady struggled in the red zone. We, we saw something from Brady that we normally did not see, and I guarantee that if Gronk was in that game, Gronk would have had about probably about two, three touchdowns in that um, in that game, and it probably would have been a, a probably would have been a blowout at the end of the day. But um. We kind of knew this already. Tom Brady has always really depended on his tight ends. He's always had a tight end that he – it's kind of always been his number one option if it wasn't his running back. Um, but, yeah, the biggest thing for me definitely was that he really needed Gronk yesterday. He really missed Gronk yesterday. And um, teams should be very afraid when um, Gronk returns um, back healthy because, like I said, this this team is damn near close to unstoppable when Gronk and uh, Tom Brady are playing on it. So, yeah, definitely the biggest thing for me was definitely Gronk not playing and Tom Brady definitely needed his tight end, especially in the red zone. All right, Gianni, what did you think? Um, I agree with um, TK that Tom needs Gronk. Um, the other thing... To me, the biggest takeaway to me is that secondary with Tampa Bay. Um, they need to get healthy because a lot of teams are going to be able to, to have success against them. And that could be their biggest downfall at the end of the day. So that's my, my biggest takeaway, mostly, from the game. Okay, and Trey, what did you think? Uh, my biggest takeaway from that game is Patriots have the best defense in the NFL. No question. The Bucks are a very high-flying offense, and even without Gronk, they're still a great offense. I mean, they still have Cameron Bray, O.J. Howard, A.B., Kev, I mean, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones. They all played. The only person they was missing really was Gronk. And for us to hold them to 19 points, that says a lot because I don't think they scored less than 25 points all year. And, I mean, Tom Brady held him to no touchdowns. Uh, he didn't throw any interceptions. He's not going to give you the game like that, really. But I think that Patriots defense was just a real good takeaway because a lot of people was expecting us to get blown out, wasn't giving us a chance. They wasn't even giving us a freaking field goal, anything in that game. So for them – to come out, do what they do, hold the Bucks high flying offense to only 19 points, giving our offense a chance to win us the game. That's a good takeaway for me. And we're doing all this without Stephon Gilmore. So imagine when he comes back. And PC, what do you think the biggest takeaway was? Um, so if I had to take away one thing in this game, I will say this. Um the Patriots really gave the Bucks a run for their money, and it was a close game all the way up until the end. He wasn't perfect, but 
Trey, your boy, Mac Jones, he looked pretty solid. He looked really solid, and he, you know, played uh, head-to-head with Tom Brady uh, the other night. I, I think if you give Mac Jones time to actually make the throws that he's supposed to make, um, which Hill Lyon hasn't been giving him as of late, um, I think that the Patriots are going to go far in the future, not this season, you know, but in the future. Because Mac Jones were, was making a lot of plays that I think, um, you know, really shows why Bill Belichick picked them in the first place over Cam Newton. Um, so, yeah, that, that's what I think, you know. As far as the greatest defense in the league goes, Shay, I don't know about all that, but they definitely have a solid defense, you know, regardless on I, Brady and Gronk or not. They, they, they contain him. They contain that offense. Which I want to add probably- one quick. I wanted to. I wanted to add one quick uh, point to your point, PC. Um, as far as Mac Jones, um, I think the Patriots really missed James White, and I also think the Patriots have absolutely no running game. And you guys need to figure that out. And you need to figure it out quick. And yeah. I'll end it with that because you guys I have mean, absolutely no running game whatsoever. Now we the have Buccaneers running game, but the, the Bucs defense run, yes, and the, the Saints have, have the best literally run great defense run defense. Nobody can run the ball on them. Vita Bay is so, a huge reason for that. Vita Bay is very good. Even so, that your your running game is kind of iffy. I wouldn't say it's iffy, but it hasn't been that good minus the Dolphins and Jets game. But like I said, two top five run defenses in a two weeks in a row. I wasn't expecting running backs to do much. But JJ Taylor, you listen up here, you bum. You ever fumble in the red zone again? You're in a you're already in a doghouse. This is gonna be worse. All right. Uh, Sean, what oh, did you yeah, think? We're slacking. Um, I agree with Gianni. My biggest takeaway was also about the Bucks secondary. They do have some injuries, but the starters that they do still have looked really bad yesterday and have looked really bad all season. The Buccaneers are giving up the most passing yards per game all season. The secondary is just nowhere near as good as it was last year. And last year is a big reason why they won the Super Bowl. Carlton Davis is dominant this last year throughout the entire year. Had one bad game against Tyreek Hill, but made up for it in the Super Bowl. Um, This year, he's definitely been a little bit of a disappointment. And now he's injured. So the Buccaneers really need to get all their guys back and healthy. And they need to be playing at their peak. Otherwise, they might come out short this year and not repeat as Super Bowl winners. Okay, and Tolu, what did you think? Mac Jones actually played decent yesterday. The Buccaneers secondary is not good. Um, I can't even. I can't even lie. I, uh, yesterday, that game was kind of overhyped. Am I? Is that? Is that just me? That game was kind of overhyped, to be honest. I mean, it it wasn't. You know like, why they hyped it? Still, it was kind of overhyped to me, but. But uh, Patriots, they hung in there. They got a good defense, but I didn't really. The game was overhyped to me, so I didn't really care. I promise you, no and other team in the league is holding the Bucks to 19 points. Woo! All right, let's get into the second question. Tom Brady overtakes Drew Brees to claim NFL's career passing yards record. Will there ever be another? Tom Brady 12. And I'm going to throw it to you, PC. 
quick answer. No. Next question. Can I be next? <laughs> yeah, Sean, you can be next. Quick answer. Yes, he's in the league right now. Patrick Mahomes. Next. <laughs> okay, and Gianni, do you agree? Yeah, Mahomes is the only um, guy that can, can match that. And TK, do you agree? Yeah, I work with a bunch of idiots, a.k.a. Gianni and, <laughs> AKA Gianni and Sean. Um, there will never be another Tom Brady. There will never be another, te- uh, another Super Bowl-winning quarterback that wins seven, maybe eight rings this year. There will never be a quarterback that throws over 80,000 yards. There will never be another quarterback like Tom Brady. The only answer is no, no, and no. All right. And Trey. As far as another Tom Brady, no. I thought uh, he was going to say Mac Jones. Uh, that's because you know better, Sean. Mac Jones, the future, baby. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> but anyways, let me continue. As far as Tom Brady, no. But as far as um, breaking a record, Patrick Mahomes has a chance. I mean, they throw the ball literally every play. They don't really run the ball. And Patrick Mahomes is literally getting like 300 pass yards each game. So, especially with Tyreek Hill and then Travis Kelsey out there. I mean, it's just hard to say that he won't get up to 80,000 yards and probably pass it. He might do it one day. We'll see. But as far as being another Tom Brady, no. But the record, yeah. Patrick Mahomes can definitely break that. All right. And last but not least, Tolu. No. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I liked everyone's answers for that. So let's get into our third question. Over the weekend, head coach Urban Meyer was seen in a steamy video in which a woman was seen dancing on him very sensually who wasn't his wife. Since the video dropped, Jacksonville Jaguars coach Urban Meyer apologized Monday for the video that surfaced over the weekend. You should also know that this was right after suffering a 24-21 loss to the Bengals Thursday night. Urban Meyer said the following, quote, I just apologize to the team for being a distraction. Quote, Meyer said during his Monday press conference, quote, it's stupid. I explained everything that happened and I should not have put myself in that position, end quote. What are your thoughts on Urban Meyer continuing to be in these situations? TK. Um, I look like a genius. PC looks like a genius because we, we all said that Urban Meyer really should not be a head coach anyway. We've been saying this since preseason. We said it week one. We said it week two. We said it last week. We're saying it now. Um, Urban Meyer is not an NFL head coach. He just keeps putting himself in these stupid, excuse my language, ass situations. Um, you're a grown-ass man. You're married. Why are you at a strip club or wherever you were getting danced on and groped and all this other BS when your wife is at home, bro? And, and you just took an L, bro. You should be at home laying down, going through the motions and going through everything that just happened in the previous game where you just suffered a loss, a game that you should have won. I don't understand what Urban Meyer is doing, bro. Um, he's just making, like I said, he's just making us look good. He's he's not going to last the entire season. Um, I don't think he'll, I don't think the dude's going to last past week 10, to be honest. Um, situations like this, like you just can't put yourself in these situations. You already don't have the, the, it seems like you don't have the team rallied around you. Nobody believes in you. 
Um, it started with the with the with the coach from Iowa, or wherever the dude was that was a racist or whatever he was. Like, dude, it's just like every single month, it's something new with Urban Meyer, bro. It's getting old, and um, yeah, bro. I mean, you're you're just really you're ruining your image as an NFL coach, and you may never get another job as a starting coach in the NFL again, bro. And you only have yourself to blame. Well said, and Gianni, what do you think? Um, he's ruining his image. Um, uh, I don't think he's going to to make it past week twelve. I'm gonna give him to week twelve. Um, but I just don't think he's gonna get other job in the NFL. He's mostly a college coach. Um, just just bad. And plus, um, after a loss, you do that. I just don't understand. Um, just an awful look. And Tolu, do you agree? He's a married man getting groped on in the club. Somebody free Trevor Lawrence, please. Someone just free Trevor Lawrence, okay? Just, just free Trevor Lawrence. Free him. All right, NPC. I mean, what more needs to be said from me? My crew already summed up everything wrong with this head coach. Like last season, you know, I was constantly on Adam Gase's case, you know, for being an NFL level head coach. But for God's sakes, at least Adam Gase wasn't immediately in the clubs after losing a game getting groped on by a woman that was not his wife. Adam Gase was literally in the film room during Thanksgiving, in family holiday, preparing for a game that he ultimately lost. He lost that game. He missed Thanksgiving, valuable time with his family for a game that he lost. But you know what? At least Adam Gase presented himself as a head coach that cared. Urban Meyer does not care. Urban Meyer has literally, it's a, like TK said, it's a new problem every month with this guy. First, it was drafting uh, Travis Etienne with their second first round pick. That was questionable. Then it was the issue with the racist coach that he had on his staff. And now this, Urban Meyer, the fact they even got hired by Jacksonville. I don't know what Shad Khan and Tony Khan are doing or what they even saw in this guy to think that, oh, he is going to help our franchise out in any way, shape, or form. He has not done that with Trevor Lawrence, who arguably does not look like a number one overall pick right now because of Urban Meyer. He has not done that with his team, who has lost 19 straight games, mind you now. It's bad. Really bad. Urban Meyer should not be in the league. I Like, if I was, if I were the Jaguars, if I was top brass for them, I am firing him next week. But, I mean, at this point, he may not, I, I really hope he doesn't make it past week, week eight. 
you know, it's still very early in the season, but yeah, no. it's just, it's not working for me at all, at all. All right. And Sean. As everyone has already covered, um, the only true thoughts that I have on Urban Meyer is that the Jaguars should have never hired him in the first place. Everyone knew the second it was announced that this was not going to end well, this was not the right move, and everyone is only getting proven right. They need to admit their mistake, and they need to move on as soon as possible. He already ruined one draft in one offseason. You cannot let him keep ruining offseason, keep ruining this team, and keep stunting Trevor Lawrence's growth. He needs to go. And Trey, do you agree with everyone? Man. Brez <laughs> in the club getting danced on. He's married. For the Bill Clinton, kind of. Ah, man. Who would have thought? At this point, Urban Meyer is just trying to get fired on purpose. You can't convince me otherwise, bruh. Not only did the video surface, but he gave the half-ass apology. What's going on with Shaq Khan, man? Like, you hiring these questionable head coaches, they, he's already not a trustworthy owner. Look at that mustache. He already looks like a sabotage. God, this is great. This is great. Urban Meyer is on his way out the door. Trevor Lawrence, I know I clown on you and everything, but this man is holding you back. You're suffering because of this, man. We all should have known Urban Meyer was going to be trouble when he recruited Tim Tebow, 33-year-old Tim Tebow, ex-quarterback, to play tight end. Let that sink in. It don't matter how many steroids this man has taken, he was never going to be a real tight end. Urban Meyer, you suck. They shouldn't even let you go back to OSU, bro. Put it to you like that. Go coach at Wyoming or something. Not really. Wait, I have a question. How old is this guy? He's got in his like fifties at this point. He's in his late fifties. Yeah, let him go. Let him go. (laughs) All right. He's old enough to be your dad's dad. Yikes. Fifty-seven. Be specific. Fifty-seven. Yeah, I say they just let him go. (laughs) All right, let's get into the next question. In your opinion, who is your top five black quarterbacks in the NFL? And I'm going to throw it to you first, TK. I already know TK made this question. He had to. I did make it. You're absolutely right. Um, So, so number one, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Number one. Lamar, oh, wait, actually, no, Patrick Mahomes is black. So, number one, Patrick Mahomes. Number two on my list, I have Lamar Jackson. Number three on my list, I have Russell Wilson. No, I have this, I have Deshaun Watson. Number four on my list, I have Russell Wilson. And I guess number five on my list, um, I guess I'll put Teddy Bridgewater. Or, or actually, no, I'm going to put Kyler Murray at number five. Um, Did he oh, really you think you're going to put Teddy Bridgewater Yeah, yeah, I guess I'll put Kyler Murray over Teddy Bridgewater. Um, anyways, I guess, um, I guess all the quarter, all the quarterbacks I name, very athletic for one. I like every, you guys all know I, I love mobile quarterbacks, bro. I love quarterbacks that when the pressure, that when pressure goes down, they can scramble out of the pocket and they can run. They can run with it. Um, I just love quarterbacks like that. Um, 
And the quarterbacks that I named, bro, they're all they've all been top five quarterbacks at once, besides maybe Kyler Murray. Um you could you could easily put Dak Prescott on this list as well. Um, there's a lot. There's a, a lot of Af- of really good African American quarterbacks, but I guess those would be my personal five. Um, I would love to hear you guys's. So shameless. <laughs> All right, Sean. Seeing as you don't agree with TK, what are your top five? Well, no, TK's actual list is very good. Um, him including Teddy Bridgewater is not. Um, so my list would be. That's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. I said Kyler Murray. I said you, Kyler at the five. fact that you even mentioned Teddy Bridgewater. I hate you. Anyways, I'm gonna go with Mahomes number one. He's the best QB in the entire NFL. Then, even though I'm the biggest Lamar fan in this world, bigger bigger than Tolu, bigger than TK, I'm gonna have Russell Wilson number no. two, Lamar number three, Kyler number four, Dak number five. Wow, all right. Um, PC, I saw you shaking your finger. What are your top five? Well, um, for my top five, uh, I actually have Patrick Mahomes, number one. That should be a no-brainer. Number two, I do, in fact, have Lamar Jackson, because Lamar Jackson is over Russell Wilson, in my opinion. Um, Number three, I have to go with Kyler Murray. Just by the way he's playing right now, like I said, I, I believe in this kid. Like he's he is MVP candidate for me right now, MVP finalist for me right now. Uh, so I have Kyler Murray number three and number four. I'm going to have to go with Russell Wilson. Um, you know, it's no disrespect to Russ. You know, having me, you know, having Kyler and Lamar put over him. Um, but yeah, it's kind of Seahawks are like they're inconsistent right now. You know, and Russ always disappears for the second half of the season. So uh, I have to put him in number four. And number five, I'm going to go with uh, Dak Prescott. Because Dak, as much as I hate the Cowboys, um, he's been playing great for him. He's the heartbeat of that team. Without Dak, Cowboys are a lottery team. Or a top ten, top ten draft pick team. Not a lottery team. All right, and Tolu, what are your top five? Is this going by this season, or is it going by, like, all-time top five? This season. Oh, this season? Okay. All right, obviously, Patrick Mahomes is number one. Number two, you got to go with my boy Lamar Jackson, because he's on the verge of passing for over 4,000 yards and rushing for over 1,000 yards, okay? So put some respect to my quarterback's name. Number three, Kyler Murray, because he's probably the MVP candidate lately. Uh, the Cardinals are about to be the only undefeated team because the Raiders are losing to the Chargers right now. Um, number four, um, I'll probably go Russell Wilson, too. Even though Russell Wilson's been disappointing me lately, um, the Seahawks are very, very inconsistent. Uh, number five. I'm going to go with Dak Prescott as well because for some reason, I don't know how, but the Cowboys are actually decent this year, which is annoying, but they're actually decent. But I like Dak. Dak's probably the only guy I like on the Cowboys because of his gruesome injury and he's coming back balling. So I respect Dak for that. All right. And Trey, what would be your top five? 
only order to put it in. All right, first, you got Geno Smith, Dwayne Haskins, RG. Hey, 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 Killer top five, baby. All right. Enough with the trolls. You guys are trolls. You guys are trolls. Number one, Pat Mahomes, of course. I mean, whatever. Second, I don't care. I'm not putting Lamar or Kyler Murray over Russell Wilson yet. Maybe Kyler Murray, but eh, not yet. Russell Wilson. He's not the reason that they've lost their games, to be honest. Maybe you can argue the Vikings game. He didn't play that well, but he's played well in every other game. And then you have number three. Did I say number three? Yeah, yeah number three. You got Lamar, of course. Uh, they're missing some key players on offense, but he's still delivering, making good decisions with the football. Had some bad turnovers earlier in the year, but he's cut that down. Um, fourth, Kyler Murray, of course, MVP candidate. He's looking much better this year. I mean, he looked good. Well, he looked all right last year. He was streaky, but he's looking real good this year, looking like he's, you know, he's hungry. And then fifth, you got Dak Prescott, of course, coming back off the injury, like Tolu said, playing well. A lot of people was worried to see how he was going to play, um, be cutting off the injury, especially because he had a like soldier injury. Uh, I said soldier, shoulder injury, like a month before the season actually started. So for him to show that he's fine and whatever, throwing the ball well, great mechanics, great accuracy, it's a good thing. Not for an Eagles fan or a Washington football fan or a Giants fan, but it's a good thing to see that Dak Prescott is playing good. So. That's my top five. You, right. you know the plane trade because you have to deal with Josh Allen in your division. Josh Allen is a certified bum. He didn't show it last week, did he? Or this past week. He played the Texans. Yawn. He played the Texans. Like, and even then, he threw two interceptions in like the first five minutes. So he's not he's playing Patrick Mahomes this week. Let's see what he does. I mean, he's going to carve up the Chiefs' defense because they're terrible. But well, duh. Let's see if he beats them, though. Yeah, who knows? Go Chiefs just for this one week. All right, and Gianni, what would be your top five? Um, number one, um, uh, Mahomes. Number two, um, uh, I'm gonna go with. Wait a minute. Lamar Jackson, number three, Kyler Murray, number four, uh, I'm going to go with Russell Wilson, number five, Dak Prescott. All right. And getting into our last question, um, the MLB playoffs start this week. Which matchup are you looking forward to the most, and what is your World Series matchup? I'm going to throw it to you, um, Gianni, first. Um, the matchup I'm looking forward to, um, is two matchups, the Red Sox and Yankees tomorrow, um, big one game, um, elimination and the series I'm looking forward to the most, uh, is White Sox and Astros. Um, 
I think that series has potential to be a classic. Uh, the White Sox been banged up, but they're getting healthier entering that series. And to see how the Astros, I, I could see that series going to, to five games. And for my World Series pick, uh, this one is like under the radar. I'm going to say the Brewers over the Tampa Bay Rays in seven games. Um, I think the Brewers are low-key really, really good. I think people are, are overlooking them. And I think they their pitching staff is amazing. Their offense is like up and down, but it still can put up some runs. And I got the Rays game back to the World Series. I just don't see anybody in the American League um, be, beating them in the series, especially with the pitching they have. I think the Brewers have the pitching to match um, Tampa Bay. And I'm going to go with Brewers over Rays. Okay. And TK, what do you think? I'll keep mine short and simple. I just want to see Boston, and I want to see the wildcard game with Boston and Yankees, bro. I want, I need to be able to talk my ish to Trey. I, I, I need it. I need it like a crackhead needs crack. I need it badly. I am looking forward to that game. I will be tuned into that game. I will be talking mess during that game and trade. I hope you're ready for that game, baby. I hope you're ready because I am. I'm ready. I don't got to go to work. Tomorrow. And as far as my World Series pick, as far as my World Series pick, I don't care who the Yankees go against. Yankees winning it all this year. Yankees, baby. A Mariners fan just said that, by the way. Not totally. A fan totally. of the Orioles. Not totally. totally. You're a pirate. You're a fan of the Orioles, of the Pirates, of the Marlins, of the Yankees, of no, the Dodgers. No. You like no. the Rockies. Like, no. You like the Diamondbacks. No. The Diamondbacks? What? <laughs> Total likes the Diamondbacks and Pirates. That's right. No, I don't. Literally two of the wait, worst wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Speaking of the Pirates, is Andrew McCutcheon still on that team? No. He's on the field. Oh, I forget because that's the only Game guy. Really? All right. Oh, and a- Sean, what do you think? Um, as a pretty casual baseball watcher, I'm gonna go with the Yankees and Red Sox as my most exciting matchup because it's obviously a pretty iconic rivalry. Even I know that. And then there's also, it seems like there's a lot of beef in this chat about that game. So I'm looking forward to seeing the Sean just slander. wants to be able to talk trash about my team if we lose. I he's won't a talk trash against either team. If the Yankees lose, I'll talk trash against them. If the Red Sox lose, I'll talk trash against them. And for my World Series pick, I'm taking the Dodgers to win it all. That's my prediction. All right. And PC. Uh, so the matchup that I'm looking forward to the most has to be, it has to be the Yankees and the Red Sox. Look, it's an icon rivalry. It gave us so many memorable moments in that rivalry, especially in the playoffs. Uh, I want to allude to a stat that Gianni uh, pointed out before we started the, the podcast, uh, the road team. It's usually the team that comes out on the wing side during these wildcard games between you two. And this game is at Boston. Um, You know, the Red Sox, they've been up and down all year long. They just muster up enough to beat the Nationals again to the playoffs. 
Um, and the Nationals are a pretty stinky team. Uh, while the or excuse me, all the Yankees they managed to walk it off against the Rays, who is actually my World Series pick. So, it, it, I, if the Red Sox are able to beat the Yankees, I think they'll be really wide open in the American League to see who can get beat by the Tampa Bay Rays. Because um, the Rays, they look like the most complete team right now. After being the Cisco Giants, actually. Um, because I think the Giants, while they haven't been to the playoffs minute, this is Gabe Kapler's uh, first postseason appearance, too. They have a really good team. Like, you know, I don't think the Cardinals keep up this streak that they have because postseason is a whole different beast. Whole different beast. And, um, you know, the Giants, they usually tend to do this anyway, where they'll go a couple of years on making the postseason. And when they finally do make the postseason again, they, they go for a deep run. So I got I got them uh, in the World Series, World Series. And the Rays win it, I say, in six. PC, I just want to add something about the Cardinals. Usually the team that walks into the playoffs, the hottest, usually go far in, in the playoffs. And that's the thing about the Cardinals. I, I feel like the Cardinals are a team that – a sneaky team because we always have that one team that actually goes – Further, but we 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 look confused and and didn't expect that. Maybe the Cardinals are that type of team that could do it because I I don't see anybody else. Oh, well, let me see. Yeah. And Tolu, what do you think? Easily the Yankees versus Red Sox. I mean, that's a storied rivalry. New York versus Boston. I can't stand Boston. I don't like Boston. Boston sports make me cringe. Boston, Boston shouldn't even have sports, to be honest. Boston's a trash You're from New team. Jersey, Boston's and you don't like trash. a single team out there. Like Bandwagon. Okay. okay. Shut up. And what's the point? I don't care. Bandwagon. The Yankees. I like the Yankees. Screw off. The Yankees are going to win, Yankees. and you're going to cry. You don't like the Yankees. And you're going to sob because Boston sports will be in the mud yet again because Boston sports stink. They stink. Hey, Tolu, you want to know something real quick? Your, your Baltimore Orioles are at the same place you are right now, on the couch. So shut up about my team, Orioles, hater. Man. I'm not an Orioles Fight the Orioles. You're not a you're Yankees gonna fan. Be, you're going to be you, joining you're the not Orioles a on the couch fan. soon when the Yankees win. When the Yankees defeat you guys on the couch yet again because the Yankees That's own nice. you guys. They Yo, own you. Own. They own you. They own you. They don't. They do. We actually beating them in the whole series as a whole this year. We have the better record, so. So what? That doesn't mean nothing. That means they don't own us. Yeah, they're going to beat you guys. Stupid ass, dumb ass, lame ass, ugly ass. They're going to beat you. Now, you. They're going to beat you. The they're Yankees not. will prevail because they're they the better franchise. They won't. They will. All right. Anyways, Trey, you clearly don't agree with Tolu. So what do you think? Hermie. I'm so tired of playing these lame-ass Yankees. I'm not looking forward to this series at all because it's the same thing. I know what to expect coming from the Yankees. It's playoff baseball. They're going to bring their best. We're going to bring our best. It's going to be hostile environment. Stadium's going to be rocking. I know what to expect. So what I'm most excited about, looking forward to seeing, like Gianni said, I'm looking forward to seeing the Astros and the Cubs, not Cubs, White Sox. White Sox have been playing lights out recently. They've been top team in the AL. 
And Houston, you know, we all know that they're pretty much always good, even though they cheat. Uh, it's going to be a real good game. Look forward to seeing it. And then my World Series predictions, predicting that the San Francisco Giants will make it and they will end up facing your beloved Boston Red Sox because we have what it takes to go all the way. Gianni doesn't believe in us. Nobody believes in us. But hey, we have what it takes to go all the way. And if Cora can get his head out his ass and stop playing, I mean, stop coaching up bullshit and just make smart decisions, we can go far. I'm not worried about my guys. I know they'll bring their best. I look forward to seeing the Giants in the World Series. Trey, I'm so sorry to say this, but... I already know what you're going to say, G. Don't even say it, It's just Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, (laughs) to me, is going to go to the World Series. I just don't see nobody. We have what it takes. The Yankees, this is the thing. For us to beat Tampa Bay, our, our offense has to hit, like, pitchers that have, like, one ERAs and stuff like that. Those pitchers of Tampa Bay, I don't know what they do. They might be on PEDs. Who knows? They could be on roids or something because I, I never seen a collection of relievers that just don't give up runs. Yeah, man, they got great pitching staff, and they also got probably the best outfield in the whole we had, major league. We had one hit through eight innings yesterday, and we, we managed to win the game one nothing. I, I just don't understand. Like, <laughs> that's how you have to win. Like, if you, you have to win, like, one nothing against them, I guess. We're going to see how it turns out, man. It's going to yeah. be – It's going to be an interesting – playoffs i just i think the dodgers are in danger in my opinion from all the teams the dodgers are in danger because they lost kershaw and muncie for the season and that that's two big losses right there all right and that concludes our topics and questions of the week and with that pc would you like to get into your closing monologue um red sox Thank everyone for coming out this week. Uh, I hope you enjoy this different different of uh, eight sports this week. Um, decided to split it up into three different parts so you can really see not only our personalities, but something <laughs> Uh so that you not only see our personalities, but really emphasize how much these segments mean to us. Like, I know it's it sound really easy, you know, starting a sports podcast with a bunch of your friends and, you know, coming on here every every Monday night to record, to post the episode that we want to say. Like, the grind behind this is so tiring sometimes. It's so exhausting. And there are so many elements that can get corrupted during a podcast like this. Not only are we all scattered across the U.S., there's life that gets in the way, our personal lives get in the way. We have work. We have school. 
the only reason we even do the podcast on Mondays is because it's the only day of the week that we're all free with the segments. You know, they're not always perfect. Sometimes we have to cut some parts out. You know, sometimes we mess up. But it's all for the grind. And I am so glad that, you know, I have a great collection of friends that are just as committed to doing this every single Monday as we do. There's a lot of podcasts by now with giving up. So for everyone that comes out every week, it helps, you know, make this podcast what it is. Thank you. Thank you. To the people that listen to this every week, thank you. You mean a lot more, a lot more than you think you do. Because we try to make this podcast as good as we can make it every single week. We're only getting better. Episode 50 is coming up. We'll be moving to YouTube soon. There's a lot going on. I said at the beginning of 2021, y'all are going to know the three brothers, what the UHS stands for. I'm still on that mission. Still on that mission. We're all still on that mission. I don't think we've given up quite yet. Because we haven't. We're only getting better. I guarantee that. Make sure y'all follow our Twitter at WHS underscore podcast. Our Instagram at WHS underscore podcast. I got an essay to write after this. I have to go edit. But guess what? The grind never stops. And remember, guys. Remember, guys. WHS. We all have STDs, remember. That does not stand, that is not what it stands for. Speak for yourself, you dirty. What? I mean, <laughs> it's too late for So disgusting. Man cannot be so in the military. Yeah, TK has Hey, hey, for all the listeners out there, don't forget, Herbie is a Titans fan. This is not true. Sad. I thought Herbie was a Jets fan. Nah, no, 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 no. Fan. 